Welcome to the What I Wish I'd Known podcast. There haven't been all that many recordings recently. Uh, We are not stopping. We are definitely carrying on, but we are juggling childcare in the summer break. This is Joe, by the way, from Labella Loves Joe. Lauren and Jess are not here today, so you might notice a slight difference in in the uh, sound quality because we're not in the pink pod. I'm sat on my bed at home talking into a microphone. It feels very strange and a little bit lonely. But yes, we uh, we have sort of had a little break over the summer, um, slightly unscheduled, which is why we didn't tell you about it beforehand. But we are going to be back soon with lots of really, really exciting new guests and episodes and things that we want to get stuck into. And as always, please, please, please do um, use the form on the website to let us know what you'd like us to talk about. We've had some really, really great suggestions in the time that we've been away. So we are looking into those and we'd love to have some of you come on and be guests and tackle some some of the topics. And yeah, so what we're doing today, what I'm doing today on my little lonesome is picking one of my favourite ever episodes that we have done. And it's what I wish I'd known about fuckboys. And the reaction that we had to, well, the reaction that we had at the time in the booth was all of our mouths were on the floor. We couldn't believe what was being said. It was utterly incredible. Um, but yeah, the reaction afterwards from you guys was incredible. So many of you shared it. So spot on for a lot of you. And just hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious, hilarious episode. So it's always going to go down as one of my favourites. So we thought we wanted to share it with you again. If you've heard it already, just listen again because you'll there'll be things in it that you did not hear first time round, which are just brilliant and just pure comedy gold. And if you missed it, you are in for honestly a real treat. So here you go. We're going to be back soon. But in the meantime, please enjoy. Welcome to the What I'd Wish I'd Known podcast brought to you by three 30-something Instagrammers sharing the things that we wish we had known and the things we wish we could tell our younger selves. So I'm Jo from Labella Loves underscore Jo. I'm Jess from the Fat Funny One. And I'm Lauren from the Parenting Chapter. Through our weekly podcast, we're going to be tackling new topics, often with the help of an expert guest, because quite frankly, girls... We don't know what we're talking about, do we? Not really. I haven't got a clue. (laughs) (laughs) And trying to impart some of those life lessons and the things that we wish we had known. Um, And it's super important to start absolutely every single episode just with a huge caveat that we are in no way mental health experts um we're not very wise and but (laughs) but we believe when we share our stories that that's when change starts to happen and particularly for this episode coming up we've got an absolutely amazing guest but there are swear words from the off so you've probably seen by the uh the episode title that it's going to be quite explicit so if there are tiny ears around we suggest that you listen to it with headphones or later yeah, probably not around your, your mum either, no. really. If you, like me, you're not allowed to say the F word. Um, but we are hugely, hugely honoured to have 
uh, Layla, aka Lala, let me explain. She's a blogger. She's also uh, a speaker on BBC Five Live, and her her bags really. And I'm sorry, Mum, it's fuck boys. You'll be you'll be thankful actually. Listen to it, Mum, because you'll learn a huge amount about my <laughs> dating experience yet to come. Um, she's a total expert. She's anonymous, which is hugely exciting actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but she talks about fuck boys, and she's not anti-men she just wants to make sure that people are aware of uh, what to look out for the red flags and to really you know still have that hope that you know there are great people out there and this does relate to women as well as men so yeah just to stress this isn't an anti-men podcast but we are it, it's going to be brilliant i think girls isn't it yeah, yeah. excited excited get to say the word fuck lots it's just always good <laughs> Thank you, Layla, for coming in. Thank you for having me. We're in the pink pod. Yeah, we are. We are. And we're going to be talking about fuckboys. Yeah. Mm, So I know (laughs) everyone's so excited. (laughs) My mum doesn't hear me say the word fuck. I'm still not allowed to swear. Really? I'm going to block block my mum to do this. What do you say instead of fuck? I'm not not allowed to even say bloody hell. Honestly, I'm 32, not allowed to swear in front of my parents. So what can we call them? Mean boys? Yeah, mean boys. Mean boys. Okay. That's the mum version. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, let's not. Doesn't let's quite not. convey no, no, the no, misery no, no. that they bring, boys, though, they does it? Said it. Yeah. Boys. So I think <laughs> the first question to you, because you do it so brilliantly, is tell us what is a fuckboy and oh. the different types of them. <laughs> oh, there's loads. I could be here all day with that. Um, a fuckboy or a fuckgirl is oh. basically somebody who brings misery, stress, heartache, pain, deception, lies, hurt to the people that they're romantically involved with. So it's when they have absolutely no degree of empathy or um, ability to protect the people that they're seeing you know Mm. they don't necessarily always go out there to hurt but they don't care whether they do so sort of narcissistic type. Well, there's lots of different types. So you could have the narcissistic fuckboy. And I do think narcissism is a trait that yeah. binds a lot of fuckboys together because obviously the narcissistic traits of, you know, not being able to see, how, not giving a shit really mm. how your behaviour impacts on anybody else's, the world revolving around you. Mm. But often they come from quite a lost, broken place, mm-hmm. narcissists. And actually they are quite insecure. But to cover up that they go hell for leather in, in being completely self-centred um, and not giving a damn about about how they affect the people that they're involved with. You've got waste man fuckboys, which... Um, <laughs> I waste love it. I'm like, I know a waste, waste yeah. man fuckboys. <laughs> okay, well, man? a waste man is that type who relies on uh, it's usually the female partner to um, provide his bread and butter, basically. Uh-huh. So he's not there uh, because he genuinely wants to be in a relationship. Or maybe he does, but he's come to rely on her almost as a mother. Um, so you know in between jobs all the time can never hold down a job um, sits on the sofa all day while she's at work and doesn't do anything doesn't even clean dirty boxes all over the place um, so that's a waste man you've got the spiritual fuck boys what? So <laughs> this one sounds juicy they, they use their kind of wokeness to try to you know they'll, they'll be a feminist ally they'll be really woke and they'll use that energy to you know lure you in they tell you they're going to give you Reiki but really they just want to finger you <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they often use that in quite a nasty way the spiritual stuff you know just 
This we, is why I sit so far back because I just cackle. We should also say we've got two men in the pod. Yeah, we've got <laughs> who are slightly looking very, very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> a little bit shifty. I think it was the word finger <laughs> and the word you after. Just that was it. His eyes shut. <laughs> if, you, if you hear a door open and close, they've, they've exited the pod. Sound guy. Yeah, I think men should listen. There's, there's a lot, a lot to learn. I agree. Oh, you want the rest of the fuck boys? Yes, and we got the roadman fuck boys who are, you know, the mentality is like money over bitches. Um, and you've got your different levels of roadman fuck boys. So you've got your little weed dealers who drive around <laughs> on their little bikes with a Stone Island jacket and a man bag. And uh, when they have sex with you, they don't even take their socks and their hat off. Um, <laughs> or you've got like the right down the other end where they're like, you know, Proper graduated road man. He's put all his money. Yeah, he's, put, he's put all his money into a business, a few businesses. So he's making really good money, property, driving around in his property. Range Rover. Yeah, but they've always got one wifey that they've been with since they were like sixteen. Yeah. So you can never, yeah, I never. Feel like them live in Kent, where I live. Yeah, Essex. Honest. A lot of them have moved out from yeah. East London yeah. to Essex and yeah. Kent. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've got the no labels fuckboy. So he will go on a few dates with you. And then when it comes to having sex, he'll be like, I really like your love spending time with you. But, you know, I don't like the label of a relationship. I don't mm. want to put too much pressure on this at the moment, you know. So he will lead you into basically catching feelings for him without him having to give you any commitment. You were talking about that on your Instagram. I saw something, whether it was on stories or it was a post, but um, you beautifully put your kind of messages that you've been with somebody who was mm. like and it was getting over I think it's more, this is more about getting overtly sexual too early it's the hypersexual but you were kind of yeah. you were sort of saying you know I actually I'm in it for a relationship that is what I'm looking for and the way he was coming back it was like basically you want a relationship no 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 and I, I just want something casual but I don't want to have sex with anyone else mm. like well that's a relationship don't want you having sex with anyone else kind of a relationship but then and then immediately flipping into like enormously sexual and yeah overtly so that's also a type of well there's boy. the hypersexual fuckboy who is it's I mean that's bordering on kind of addictive behaviour you know they, they can't help but see women I mean they sexually objectify women and their need is to just constantly get their dick wet um, and so um, so yeah that do you th- and do you think just on that? Do you think the internet makes that worse? Like the kind of Porn. being able to slide into DMs, mm. like mm. being you wouldn't they wouldn't necessarily say it, or you'd hope in to your face what they're saying immediately in DMs. No, I would. Oh well, but, I mean the the thing is that there there are two ways of looking at that. Like if I'm meeting somebody on Tinder or you know Insta or whatever, somebody mm-hmm. sliding in my DMs, I I would prefer them. Mm-hmm. For, I mean from the off to say look this is what I'm looking at let me just be clear here yeah. like I'm yeah. I'm just looking to have sex and if you're up for that then let's carry on talking and that way I can back out and I can decline and even though that is kind of shocking and it's a bit rude tell me I don't agree. leave me down the garden so path true. don't take me on you know arranging a babysitter and putting on makeup and all of that mm. stuff to go on Shaving a date with bits. someone <laughs> well never shave never shave before a date when they go oh can you make it tomorrow and you've shaved everything yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. so fresh but it's not quite that fresh the next day exactly no. <laughs> like nanny hairs just grow back so fast like it will not be the same the <laughs> next like, day they're sweating in here like I'm literally howling glasses keep coming on these boys these boys do not know what to do but it is right effort now. it is effort to yeah. do all those things for someone to just let you down yeah, I'd it's the transparency know. isn't it just yeah. be transparent so I can make an informed decision exactly and then you're not a fuckboy if you've said look I am just looking for casual yeah. 
and and then you go off and you have a date with him and you end up catching feelings, then he's not a fuckboy. He told you straight from the start yeah. you should have protected yourself. If he tells you that, you know, he can see you going off to Disneyland next summer <laughs> together or whatever, <laughs> you know, and then yeah. after you've had sex with him, stops calling you so frequently and only contacts you at 12.30 after he's coming back from the pub mm. with the boys, you know, yeah. then he's a fuckboy because he's led you up the garden path. He hasn't been real about his intentions. And is that the same for fuck girls? So is it yes. the same pattern? So we can apply all of this to any type of relationship. If men recognise women coming with these same behaviours, then yeah, mm. she, she's a fuck girl. Um, same for male and male couples, mm. female and female couples. I just speak about fuck boys because that's what I've experienced as yeah. a heterosexual yeah. woman. But the behaviour traits are essentially the same. Yeah, they're just human behaviour traits. I think they're more common in men. I think mm. we do find more fuck boys just because society is, is a patriarchal society. Yeah. Men are praised for having lots of sexual partners, whereas women are shamed for it. Mm. Um, so men are able to you know, get away with this stuff more than we are. And what made you want to start... I don't want to say out in fuck boys because that's not essentially what you do, but just talking about it in a, a public forum like Instagram. Yeah, I mean, it, there was no real plan. People are always like, how, how did this sort of start? And it's really all been very much accidental. I was seeing somebody who turned out to be a waste man, narcissistic, hypersexual. No, no, you know, all, of them, all of them, all of them. He was all of them. But He's what, your fodder, for yeah. your, your inspiration for the blog. Uh, that was at the end of November 2016. But what he also did was he got me writing again. So he it was all very cheesy now, so I'm not going to go into it because I sound like an idiot. But um, he got me writing again. You can read my blog that time I lost my mind. It's a three-part all about him. Um, but yeah, so after him, I was just like, I've had had enough of this mm. I can't deal with this anymore just every man I meet seems to d- wind up being some type of incredible weirdo and um, incredible it, that word incredible out. weirdo well, I yeah. yeah it's to the extreme yeah. isn't it like an extreme weirdo and then I, I was really like it's got to be me why am I always mm. you know why are my friends getting into relationships and I'm just the one that everybody wants to fuck about or just have sex with or whatever why is this happening and I really had to take stock and I um, I just wrote I just mm. started this WordPress and just started writing and writing and writing and it was like therapy to me and my best friend was like this is actually really good you should let other, some other people read it so it just kind of grew from there just started the Insta to go along with it and uh, it has grown because women a lot of women I don't know the statistics, but a lot of women can identify. I don't. Yeah. I think most women will encounter some type of fuckboy behaviour at some point in their lives. Yeah. Um, so, so I think that's why it's growing is because people are like, shit, it isn't just me. Like yeah. other people are feeling this, and it's not actually my fault that I'm being treated in this way. It's like a phenomenon. It's like an epidemic. And we all do that. I think we are very quick to go. Well, it's got to be me. You know, there's mm. got to be something that I'm doing or I'm saying. And actually, it's just that person is the way that they are. And I said this. Mm you earlier sometimes people have a what I call a toxic streak and it doesn't matter how nice or pretty or whatever you do that just won't go away and that as you say is probably very deep rooted back for to childhood Mm -hmm. that it's just not going to go away unless they resolve whatever's making them go out and behave that way really I completely agree and I love what you do on your insta and on your blog but particularly on your insta because it's like a your captions are like brilliantly distilled yeah like you've got the meme coming in where it's always a bit controversial and you're like where's she gonna go with it and then you just 
just break it down and by the end it's like boom you're knocking it out of the park and it often I think that can um yeah you really don't know where you're going with it I can obviously predict it now I've followed you for a long time <laughs> but it's and it, but really really every, if you look at like all of your posts going back and back and back it is really is and this is why I thought it was brilliant to have you on this podcast is it's not your fault and like that's kind of what you wish you'd known and like this whole theme is what I wish I could tell myself when I was younger mm. and so I bet there's like hundreds of things that you oh so would, many you know so yeah yeah um but also what you what you'd say to girls sort of coming up like the younger girls but also people who are kind of getting back into dating what sort mm. of the things that you would say oh well I mean certainly to what I wish I'd known is um that men and attention from boys and love is not everything and if only I could have gone back to me at 14 and said just focus on yourself Mm. and that you know be who you want to be to get the man that you need in the end you know because realistically why was I dating at 14 what was I hoping to achieve even at 18 19 20 why was I not just focused on building a foundation for myself an amazing career traveling the world seeing loads of things and then settling down you know in your late 20s approaching your 30s um, where, where you you know, if you know you want children and that sort of stuff, that's to me a relationship is about building a foundation for your later future, and your twenties should be just about really loving yourself. So nice. And I wish I'd known that self love wasn't arrogant. I, yeah. I really thought, I, yeah, love what you're doing now. Like you, we talk about your celibacy that you've done for such a long time, and it's about protecting. You can talk about it better than I can, but you know, protecting yourself and saving yourself for when that happens and actually mm. we should have been we all should have been doing that earlier rather than chasing the men who are not worth it I know I was, but it's, it's weird isn't it when you're a teenager there's this kind of there's I mean it's certainly pressure. I don't know if it was just in the 90s but it was almost like body counts were a good thing uh, <laughs> when you're a teenager it was yeah. like yeah I've been fingered by three people um, <laughs> I've wanked off two you know it's like yeah. a competition yeah. Yeah. how many blade jobs have you done but exactly. even the rush to lose your virginity wasn't yeah. it it was like, a good, like between you it's like oh you've done it and then if you were the only one who hadn't it was like this oh, awful thing yeah. that you hadn't done and Everybody else had done I it before hear that's you. Changing, like, with them. I, I don't know. I don't know if it is. is I mean, it? I still, I still speak to young girls sometimes, and mm. it's very much. I think it kind of shifts. Like that. You, I don't know if it's like social media wasn't around then, and there wasn't this horrible slut shaming stuff mm. going yeah. on about body counts. And I, I wonder if that will have an impact on teenage girls and and how they feel about getting sexual too early. Mm. Which I definitely think that in your teens it is too early. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, I mean, for, for, for back then, it was an achievement. It was yeah. something that, and you told people about it, oh, and yeah. you were proud of it. Like yeah. you know, this was this was a real thing. And I wish I'd known that that wasn't actually true at all. Mm. Um, and I also wish I'd understood because the sex that I was having back then, or even just the the foreplay or whatever, was completely shit. Like, <laughs> what was the, even the point? What, what was the point in it? Like you know, just yeah. some little child. Like, and you go along with it and go, this is how it's supposed to be. And yeah. You know, when you go, well, actually, that, that's like miles. You have something that's decent. It's miles apart yeah. from what it is. But you realise you've been, I suppose it goes back to then what your expectations are and your standards. And if something's not enjoyable, why carry it on? But it's all about pleasing boys and men. Yeah. And that yeah. goes back Absolutely. to all that stuff around not loving yourself and having this notion put into you as a young girl that actually all life is about is getting married, having babies, Great. being wanted yeah. 
kids yeah. and validated by men. But that's what Disney is, isn't it? When you're exactly. a kid, all the princesses just have fine Prince Charming yeah. and they yeah. all... Barbie, uh, they all yeah. have... Well, there is a few fuckboys in Disney in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> there it is, there it is. What's his name in Frozen? Um, oh, yeah. He was a fuckboy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then they find yeah. their... So that when you're younger, everything is just, you're going to get married, you're going to find a man, mm-hmm. you're going to do this. There was very few stories or movies or kind of ideas well, of what Greece we could do. was like, oh, yeah. turn yourself into a slag, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. sex it up, and then he'll like you. Yeah. With my virginity. Yeah. Everyone wanted to be a pink lady. Well, yeah, and then the end scene where she gets her man is where she's suddenly smoking a fag with these leather pants on. It's like, oh, okay, now I know. Joe's got some leather pants on. You do look a bit Sandy, <laughs> I am not legally blonde today. Am no, I? you're not. No, yeah, we've switched she's films. Sexy yeah, we've switched she? films. I don't know who's now. in the pod with us today. <laughs> yeah. Well, I never. Well, where do these? For me, you know, I'll be entering into this dating scene. Where do these fuck boys hang out? Is is it? <laughs> not that I want to go towards <laughs> them. I want to walk away from them. They used yeah. to hang out in faces or, at Essex. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. That's where they used to hang out. Or are there like red flags and like yeah. what are the? Yeah, rather yeah. than they're all in Tesco or whatever. Well, I suppose is it is it the the you know advent of dating apps and so on? Because I guess that is that's how people people date. And there, as Joe said, those then red flags where if you enter a conversation like you get DM'd, mm. what are those sort of three four things that you go? No, see you later, mate. I'm not I'm not talking. Well, to you there's so many. I mean, one of the ones that's really resonated with a lot of my followers is that I posted a conversation that I was having with a guy on WhatsApp um, where we'd exchanged numbers and it was just like normal chat and we hadn't even had a date yet. So to me there's loads of stuff that we can talk about to get to know each other at this point like but he kept kind of coming with these little you know like so what are you wearing now are you in bed oh no oh you've just come out the shower have you I bet you're nice and wet you know all of that kind of (laughs) shit and I and I told him really straight you know I'm not down for these kind of conversations we don't know each other and he came with such classic red flag stuff like oh god lighten up a bit you know wow I wasn't even being sexual you know it was just all this really classic yeah it's really gaslighting stuff like making me feel stupid for even suggesting that what he was saying was sexual Um, and uh, yeah and and I and I wrote this list of the kind of typical male responses to when you shut down a sexual conversation too early and so many women just like oh my god I've heard that one you know oh oh, someone's on their period you know that kind of uh, (coughs) collective in breath (laughs) chill out you know we're both adults I'm a very sexual person so you know I need to know if we've got this match early on and it's like they have a script that they're reading from and what a lot of women were saying to me was actually that they ended up having sexual conversations too early or what they felt were too early because the men had kind of made them feel like well every other woman's out here doing this like it's not very grown up of you to not engage and we're talking like 45 year old women here like grown women who are being manipulated and gaslighted into believing that well everyone's doing this and you know there's going to be something wrong with you if you're not engaging in this kind of conversation so it's really about understanding what your boundaries are before you go into dating or anything. What are you looking for? If you're not looking for casual sex, then when they start to lead you down that route of something you're uncomfortable with, shut it down. It yeah. doesn't matter if you lose that man. He was no loss. He's filtered himself out anyway. Um, dating apps definitely, I think, had a negative effect because at the swipe of a, a finger, you can be talking to five other people tonight. So people are investing less time and effort into getting to know one person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and 
and I think sex is becoming much more easily available. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. that my friend sent me what he receives quite frequently from women, beautiful women, actually quite young, and I'm pretty open, but it was it was porn as far mm. as my eyes could mm. see. And and I'd say, well, you know, I've been speaking to to her, well, no, just just tonight, and mm. not met her yet. And I'm going, but, and he's like, yeah, that's not right. He said, but that's that's just what happens. And, and I'm thinking, have, have I got to be in that gang? to be seen yeah and that's the problem isn't it that that you start to feel pressure that you're not like other women or you're not going to be able to satisfy them in the way that other women can if you're not jumping on these bandwagons that you're not necessarily comfortable with and that is the rule if you're not comfortable with it know that's why I always say know your own boundaries before you get into dating know what you are there for nudes I never think are a good idea I mean it's very easy to get led in a bit like the early sexual conversations it's very easy to get led into sending nudes um kind of almost getting railroaded into it without you realizing you know they'll send oh says show me a picture that you wouldn't put on insta or whatever and then you might just show you with a bit of cleavage and then they're like oh man that's so sexy and then you kind of get led into it i think nudes are a really bad idea at any age at any stage i mean if you're married to this person and you're completely in love with them and you trust them you've had kids with them then i would be less worried about it but never ever ever exchange nudes with somebody um in the early days i am married i have kids i've been with him I've known him 20 years. I've been with him 11. We've been married eight. No. <laughs> yeah. Is, and not getting moves. Like, I do not know where they're going. Those boys swap things. They do. They WhatsApp, put them in a group chat. And then, like, or, you know, and the amount of times he's accidentally opened his phone and something's been mm. there that I haven't wanted to see. How do I know you're not doing that in front yeah. of other people? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Joe's yeah. like, my tits are mine. I'm not yeah, showing them to they're anyone. They're not even for him. They are for me. Like, yeah. it's not even, <laughs> don't even go down that road. But anyway. But I think it goes back to when you were saying about in your early 20s having that time for yourself and knowing what you want Mm. because I think it's not also about what you need because when you were younger I was like I need this I need that you don't actually need a lot of those things because you find actually you're capable of those things yourself it's about the things that you probably need when you're a bit older and then realise ah that's why that didn't work or Mm -hmm. I was wasting my time with that Um, because yeah you do get a bit excited about it all don't you because it's that fairy tale oh he's going to come and sweep me off my feet and I think it. you know it's one thing I've learned this is pretty simple but it's the difference between need and want mm. and we walk around going I need this I need this but actually the place I want to get into is I want it but I don't need it Yeah, mm. and that's exactly. the key that I'd almost say to myself because I need this to, to be and it's exactly what, what yeah. you've said and, and that's the thing we don't need men we no. don't need them like they are a fantastic <laughs> it's like what Cher says is that you know it's like dessert you don't need it but it's lovely oh, okay. if I'm you gonna, can have I'm it I'm going to question end. that one you need dessert <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit that no I'm going to stop this you madness <laughs> you need dessert everyone needs a banoffee pie in their life right? that's true occasionally but, no, but, know but you, you mean, know what I mean absolutely. it's like we, we can survive without them although we shouldn't have to because there are some amazing men out there and we have to not let these fuckers cloud our minds mm. and make us think that there aren't any and then therefore we have to settle with the best of a bad bunch mm. because there's nothing out there it's way better to be single and to be really content with being single um, and to wait and to hold out until somebody is your perfect match yeah. uh, rather I think so many people settle I, so, I, agree. I agree and like linking your self worth to a man is just not just not what you should be going for and it's what we all did as teenagers and they weren't men they were boys but you know it, it, you felt 
more of a person and that's just it's so wrong it's just so messed up and I think also that is a really important point to say it's linked to that is that it's not being anti-men it's being no boys so there's some yes there are some wonderful men and it's waiting for that person and just concentrating yourself and loving yourself exactly yeah better when that person does come along I did a post the other day about um it was about how actually to me it's really important to receive compliments from a man that I'm in a relationship with Um, not because I don't love myself but because I do and because I want to know that he's seen the same shit that I am loving myself for and I want him I'm going to have great sex with you if you make me feel like I'm the sexiest woman in the world if you're completely silent during sex I'm going to be thinking what's going on you know was the fact that he had to withdraw my tit out of my armpit (laughs) like really stressing him out that it put him off I want you to tell me continuously and then I will have the best sex with you ever and lots of people had a go at me about that loads of um, women commented like oh you know you you, it's not about men you should just love yourself fuck what a man thinks of you fuck male validation and I think sometimes we've gone Mm. too far the other way like yeah I don't need random men in the street to tell me that I'm sexy I don't want to be objectified by them and I don't need male validation I think I'm great but I want a man to make me feel yeah, fantastic. And that's what I relate. I, yeah. I want a man for that. If I'm in a relationship with you, yeah, hell yeah, I want that shit from you. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I think that's okay, yeah. isn't it? And especially in a, you know, in a sexual relationship, because as life gets busier, your brain is, could be, you know, over there doing a thousand other things and you've got to be in that zone. Mm-hmm. I think we all need to slow down and enjoy. Yeah. But we're constantly skipping to the next thing, exactly. aren't we? So no, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Totally. So what would be your top kind of three red flags to look out for and then your three maybe kind of we call them pearls of wisdom don't we yeah. we always like yeah, your, yeah so really your three red flags known. and your like your, your three things you really wish you'd known oh god um so the red flags i mean it's very difficult to give three because there's red flags for different things yeah, so there's yeah. red flags for abusive behavior so if he's trying to isolate you from your friends early on if he's making snidey comments if he's not making you feel good about yourself love bombing you you have to watch that if they're really like mm. totally into you and after a week telling you they want to be with you forever that's you know you really do have to watch that because then often what they do is they take that away and then they leave you in a very toxic um, situation where you're then pining for him to be like he was at the beginning so watch all of that stuff learn go out and and find out about red flags for abuse because they are often there heed the red flags to actually do something about it when mm. you see them so often we kind of see the pink and red flags at the beginning mm. and we're like oh but he's so hot and i haven't spoken to anyone in months and but perhaps i can overlook this because all of this is really good don't do it to yourself you'll be looking back two years later like oh why and it's like you said at the beginning like a lot of this behavior comes from maybe some damage that's happened somewhere along the line in these people's lives and it links in with that oh I'll fix him I'll be the yeah. person to change that you see that damage and you just want to be that woman just don't yeah just don't. no exactly red flag yeah let him listen to it let him fix himself you know if he's the most amazing man but his damage is causing him to behave in a way which is toxic or damaging to you then he has to take responsibility you can kind of love someone from afar and go god it's a shame we could have been amazing but he's got a long way to go and i'm not a therapist i'm not a care worker i'm not you know he has to go and do that by himself (laughs) and if i'm still single in two years time when he's had effective therapy then who knows yeah and your three pearls of wisdom oh god you should have told me i could have prepared for this (laughs) three pearls of wisdom Um, not all men are shit but a lot of them are so be careful (laughs) 
apartment. Se- <laughs> there are seven good ones out there. So like, and they're all married or gay. So yeah. you know. <laughs> just seven in the whole world. Um, <laughs> it is really okay to love yourself, and if you don't, that's okay as well. Like you know, there's a lot of body positivity and stuff out there, and sometimes you can feel a bit shit if actually you're not totally in love with yourself. So everything's okay, and also don't beat yourself up for making mm. fuckboy mistakes. Mm. Don't don't feel stupid or shit or silly if if a man or woman uh, messes you about or you know it's okay there's many of us out here come join my page it's okay come and feel the love over here and on that note is there anything I think that's really that's really brilliant and I think we've all had like learnt a lot about fuck boys um, but is there anywhere so where you've got your page which is my insta, insta is, is at la la let me explain and your blog is the same. my blog is www.lalalaletmeexplain.com <laughs> and you've also got, I've got a, a podcast <laughs> which yeah. is available on soundcloud i think it's layla-explain and itunes if you just go to the itunes podcast and put in la 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 we'll let me explain as well we'll link yeah. to all of this in the show notes as well Thanks. and i'm yeah. going to ask everyone to go onto your stories on instagram and look at your funeral oh, plans funeral plans <laughs> It is literally, oh hands God. down, my favourite thing on the Thank whole of the internet. <laughs> like, real tears. I was crying. It's just the best thing ever. So if anyone ever just wants to pick me up, then um, I think you should yeah. head to um, Layla's Funeral Pan. And it's not... Well, it was literally Funeral Pan, but <laughs> it, it was. was through, through a talking dog. It's going to be a voice. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a pick-me-up. We're, going, we're making mockery of Funeral yeah, Pan. Yeah, I know, yeah. but it's she's okay. I didn't here. actually she die. Didn't yeah. Yeah. She is here. Um, but I'm just telling you, it's going to be a lit rave. It's going to be good. Thank you so much. No yeah. problem at all. You guys have to come on my podcast. Yeah, Hail to the air. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Thank you. No Thank worries. You. So that is all we've got time for for this episode. Thank you again so much for listening to the What I Wish I'd Known podcast. It's a shameless plug, but we're going to do it every week. Please rate, review and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from because it so helps us and um, you guys have been brilliant actually and we're so thankful for everybody who has done this already but please keep doing it tell your friends as well and if you have any comments feedback or any questions then you can contact us via our website which is whatiwishihadknown.co.uk and yeah we will see you next week won't we we will bye bye, bye.